Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. Today is Monday, August 13, 2018. Um, You're listening to my podcast called Truthfully Speaking. And I called it Truthfully Speaking because I want to be as open and honest with everyone who's listening. And I want that in return as well. So like I said before in my previous podcast, that if you have any comments or anything, you can always reach me on Instagram at S-H-A-I-P-E and the number one. Um, Today's topic is going to be about marriage and what you should contribute to the marriage. And the biggest concern I have sometimes is cooking. Um, If you already follow me on Instagram, you would notice that I post pictures of some meals that I make at home. Um, Sometimes they look really crappy, but the most important part is the tasting of it but I don't know why I got so into it you know people must think that I really like to cook and I don't dislike cooking Um, I'm really interested in learning uh, new recipes it's not something that I've grown grown up eating all the time like these are things that I have looked up on my own on the internet or asked some people you know how do you make that or when we go out to a restaurant, I'm usually looking at what's what's included in the ingredients and I try to imitate it at home, but I realize it does take time and patience to imitate another meal and it may you may not get it on the first or second try and you know I acknowledge that some of my baking doesn't always come out good on the first or second try and the third or fourth gets a little better. Or I get discouraged and I say, you know, I forget I'm never making this again, which would probably be my lasagna. Um, I had a pan and you would think these are the most stupidest things of why you don't make things, but it really makes a difference if you're missing an ingredient or the pot or the pan you're using is not, you know, suitable for what you're doing. And I just gave up on making lasagna and I say to myself, my mom makes it by all means go and enjoy it, but otherwise I'm not going to make it good. I don't know why and then the other bad part is when you find the recipe and you actually like it and then you try to make it again and you can't find it so you know what I say I'm giving up on this but getting back to the cooking thing in marriage so I post on Instagram to people um, I guess guys or girls but mostly guys responded that would you marry the woman that you're dating even though she didn't cook so I'm asking for a friend of course this is not me because I cook but you know her boyfriend was telling her like insinuating or pushing her to cook and I feel kind of bad it's like if she's not doing it now she's never going to do it but I asked the people and the guys would say you know it's not a big deal it's not a deal breaker one guy said yes I would never marry the woman if she can't cook but I don't know like women don't you know have the standard about guys but I guess if a guy does like to cook or knows how to cook why not let him take on that task um I also find it really hard to find two people in the kitchen because I don't know it's a small little area this is something that's intimate of one person trying to make a meal for themselves or other people and I I found it really funny that someone actually asked me, can you help me bake this? 
And I was like, okay. But then in the moment, I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Then at the moment, we're making it. And I'm like, I noticed that two bodies in my kitchen was not capable of doing. So I just told this person, I said, you sit down and I'll take care of it. Um, I also felt a little pressured because it wasn't something I really wanted to make in the first place. So I felt like it didn't come out right. And I wasn't the one who brought all the ingredients. So I think some of the ingredients were off and it just didn't turn out the way I wanted to. But now that I'm thinking about this event, <laughs> about this dessert, um, I want to make it now and maybe prove myself that I could do a good job. So just for that, I'm going to try to make it and post it on Instagram. And you must be thinking what it is. So it's, I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called monkey bread. And it's just small chunks of dough put together in a, in a bundt cake pan. And you just kind of eat it off like that. Once it's cooked, you turn it upside down and you start pulling on it and you eat it. And it has like a sugary uh, brown sugar coating and it tastes sweet. And I think it might go well with like vanilla ice cream. Um, probably soon. Um, I do like pumpkin flavored cake. Um, I might make pumpkin pie, but you know what? That's just something I tend to buy because it just seems so simple enough that I'd rather just buy instead of making it. Um, so getting back to the cooking thing. So yeah, my, I don't think it was a deal breaker with my husband and I about making or cooking. Um, I feel that people should know how to cook in general because regardless if my mom is there to cook for me, I needed to take care of myself and eat. And there's only so much you can buy at the store or buy at a restaurant because you just get tired of it. Like you can just taste the unhealthiness. <laughs> um, I will say that I probably cook healthier than my mom because either she uses too much salt or too much seasoning and I'm not saying it doesn't taste good, but let's just say it's not healthy. She doesn't bake too much, usually fries chicken, and I love it. And I just realized, you know what, it's okay to splurge sometimes when we go visit mom and mom makes those home-cooked meals and we just enjoy them. And I was actually telling her one day that I was thinking of this thing that she used to give me when I was younger and I just thought like, I, it wasn't that long ago, but it was just something that was in my mind. So it's cold yogurt with hot rice. And I don't think you blend it in together. You scoop from the from the cold to the hot and you eat it like that. So it's not like rice pudding, but something like that. You can imagine it like that. And I was just thinking, you know, my mom's getting older now and who's going to teach me how to make her ethnic Albanian food? And I used to get a lot of compliments from my friends that would come over and they used to like certain things and say, oh, can your mom make that thing? And I thought that was really sweet. And I was telling my mom that one time and she was like, they don't care. And I'm like, yeah, they do care if they're saying that, you know, I enjoy your mom's cooking or whatever it is. So like one of my friends used to like her petalas. The petala is like um, a dough, fried dough. And then you could put like powdered sugar on it. My mom used to like to dip it in honey um, or eat it with feta cheese. And, you know, sometimes she asked me, I don't know what to make for lunch or I don't know what to make for dinner. And I used to tell them like, I have the same question to ask you. I said, sometimes I don't know either. And 
sad to say, but sometimes I ask my husband, like, what do you want for dinner? Not that I really care what he wants, but I guess just to give you an idea of what to cook. Um, just like when somebody says, so what are we ordering out for, you know, dinner or lunch? It's like, give me some options and I'll narrow it down for you. But, you know, you're asking me to pick from A to Z and I just don't know where to go. And I'm the type of person that if I see someone eating Burger King or Wendy salad or, you know, a Subway sandwich or something, I usually get in the mood of what they're eating, which is sad, but it works that way. I guess I'm easily manipulated with food, but I realize, you know, food is important. You do need to eat it three times a day and you want to make it as healthy as possible. And now that I have a daughter, you know, I'm actually eating more because of her. I'm actually having the right portions or right meals a day because of her. Um, It's really hard to cook for a younger person because she's become picky. And it's funny, I make her plate and I dice it up. I make it look nice. And then she wants my food on my plate. And I'm just like, it's the same thing. You're eating the same food I am. It's just arranged differently. And she ends up eating some of my food from my plate, but... All in all, she refuses most of it anyway. So I wish she had like a better appetite, but I guess it's just something I have to go through with a, ch- a child, you know? I hope it gets easier as she gets older, but only time will tell. Um, so if you're listening and you have a, an opinion about this topic, by all means, write to me on Instagram because I'm curious about how men or women perceive cooking you know sometimes I cook so out of the seven days of the week I cook about four four days a week sometimes I have leftovers sometimes I don't um we also order out maybe Friday nights um honestly my days are so not strict that I could want to order out on Mondays because I'm just so busy doing things around the house that Monday night it's like, okay, I can't cook. I've done too much. I need to order out. And it's not that about being lazy. It's just about what I've done that day. So if I'm busy running around and doing so much, it's like another thing to add to the list is cooking. And then it just throws me over. But I noticed that if I do not cook, it gives me energy. I spend more time with my daughter and it's not such a bad thing. Like there's some women who just strictly cook morning, noon, and nine is just like, okay, you know, like I get that you cook, but it's like, do you have time for yourself? Like you could be in the kitchen all day. You could be cleaning all day, but you can't. So besides being a a chef, um, of course I clean. So I'm like a maid and that's time consuming. And some people quote unquote make fun of me, but honestly, I may have an OCD about cleansiness. Like Things need to be in the right place. Things need to be in order. Like if there's a mess, I can't walk away from my apartment unless I'm really fed up. And I'm just like, I don't care what this place looks like, I'm leaving. Second, if someone's coming to my apartment, I cannot have it a mess, I'm sorry. It does say something about you. And as much people say, oh, you know, excuse the mess. You know, it's a little messy. You know, my son or my daughter, you know, oh, I didn't have time today. Like. Everyone says, no, I understand. In reality, they're thinking, oh, you know, watch where I'm sitting, you know, make sure I don't step on no crumbs and, you know, like don't ask for anything to drink. She might give you a dirty cup, you know? So people say they don't care or they don't mind, but in reality, they are looking, they are judging. And 
how often are you doing this? You know, when you invite people over, are you truly making the effort of keeping the place clean? You know, people used to make fun of me actually when I had my daughter a couple months afterwards, people were coming over, visiting, and they wanted to see the baby. And as much as I enjoyed people coming over to visit and want, you know, see her, I wanted some space and time to myself. And of course, people wanted to come over. That means I have to take effort in cleaning my place. And I think it was much easier back then because she didn't move too much or I could have moved her to the crib and, you know, it wasn't so strenuous. But now it's like the only time I have to myself is when she's sleeping. And sometimes she doesn't sleep and then there goes my whole day of constantly being up and alert and never accomplishing anything around the place. But her nap is my time to catch up on me or, you know, cleaning up or figuring out what to cook for later. Um, so yeah, that that's my OCD. I like to keep things in order and keep it clean. I just also think it just double the work later if you don't clean up as you go, which I'm trying to teach her, but one ear, not the other for her. And definitely she looks at me as I'm trying to involve her in the cleaning process. And she just looks at me and I'm like, like you're doing a good job with by yourself. Like you don't need me to help you. And I'm saying to myself, I need you to learn so you could do it by yourself. So I don't have to help you in due time. Right. She's only two. Um, so I want to know how often do you order out? Um, if you are cooking at home, what are you making? Like, is it these extravagant meals or is it like those meals where it's like so big where it kind of lasts you a couple of nights? Um, and honestly, I was thinking about when I was working before I had the baby. What time did I get home and then start to cook something because I would be hungry by the time I got home for dinner? And did I cook before I left? I don't even remember, but I did a lot of stuff back then and I don't even know how I managed, but looking back on it now, it's hard to manage time to even eat, put things together. It's a lot of work, even making scrambled eggs. Like it may sound easy to me, but it's like, you want eggs. Okay, what do you want in the eggs? Sometimes I chop up onions or, you know, green pepper. It could be any color, but green pepper is usually cheaper. Um, Onions, I said, pepper. Sometimes you get spinach. Um, I like mushroom. Chop up some tomato. Honestly, you could put anything in, an, in the eggs, make it an omelet, and then call that an omelet and eat that. Even cheese, you could put cheese on it. Then on the side, maybe with toast or some fruits, depending if I have fresh fruits. And some juice or coffee. I'm a definitely big coffee fan. Um, someone told me I should talk about coffee and maybe one day I should go somewhere where I can taste different types of coffee and see which one I like. Someone, somebody told me I should try Ethiopian coffee, that it's really strong. And now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I should because I feel like sometimes I don't have any energy and like right about now, it's almost like 3.30 in the afternoon and I'm thinking to myself, I need a second boost. And once my daughter's up, it's like, I don't have time to do another meal or, you know, extra energy. And I just need that recharge. I'm also using K-cups for my Keurig. Um, I love it. I used to use a pot. Then I used to use instant coffee because it was just quote unquote instant, quick, right? 
and I'm like been stuck on drinking now iced coffee during the summer. So they opened up this new Dunkin' Donuts by my house and I thought to myself that God must have knew that I needed my iced coffee because the closest one by my house was actually a little further out. I needed to drive to it and I didn't want to take my newborn baby in the car. But in reality, they had a new Dunkin' Donuts right near my house, walking distance and I go there religiously and I want to come back because I think they put too much sugar. Maybe I should just tell them put less and if I need more, I'll put more myself. And sometimes you meet interesting people there and then sometimes you see bums there asking for money. But I think that sometimes they refuse to ask me because they see me with my daughter. And I'm thinking to myself, you see me struggling with my daughter, I don't have extra change to give you. And then sometimes they're picky and then sometimes you think they just want coffee and they want like a meal or something. And they just add things and no offense, Dunkin' Donuts is getting expensive. It's not like Starbucks because I just went there the other day and I bought... Um, I was interrupted on my recording and it actually cut off. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to record separately from the additional conversation I was having before. And I was so upset. I don't even know where I left off on my previous conversation. But I think it was about Starbucks. I bought a coffee from an iced coffee and a chocolate croissant. Usually that's what I order. I usually like a pastry from somewhere where it's fresh. Um, I like chocolate, so usually chocolate involved. And depending on the season, it's usually coffee, hot or cold. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know how expensive it was. I want to say four and four is like eight. So at least $10 I'm spending at Starbucks. And then the same thing at Dunkin' Donuts. It's just ridiculous. And I'm just thinking to myself, I just come here because I want to get out of the house and then I'm thinking, I don't want to just sit there. So I'm like, I have to buy something. It's just so ridiculous of how much you're spending. Like now, if people say they want to take me out for coffee, I'm like, sure, that person cares. I said, you know, it's not a cheap date. <laughs> but if we're going to a restaurant, hey, they're spending at least $50 or so. You know, so nowadays, it's prices are just so high. And now that I, I think about it, not that I feel extremely bad for not working and helping out my husband, but I think I do a good share of things around the house that compensate for not having a salary. But the most important job that I have is being a mother, of course. And that's something that repays you back with love and interest later on in life, I hope. But it's a really big deal about having a kid because it's like, I always think about Am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right way? Or, you know, is this the right way to tell her or teach her? So many what's, ifs, and doubting myself. And then sometimes I just said to myself, it is what it is. I'm doing the best that I can with the circumstances that I'm in. And the rest is up to God. But the cooking, too. Like, that's another question. I'm allergic to nuts, peanuts whatever you want to call it, it's just nuts in general. And I want to 
I don't know if she's allergic to it, but I'm afraid to give her something with peanuts in it, like peanut butter and jelly. Like, that's such an easy meal. And I think a lot of kids like that. But I'm just, I don't want to surround myself with the peanut butter. (sighs) But I've seen something in the flyer. That's another housewife thing for you. Looking through flyers and cutting coupons for buying stuff at the store. But they have this thing. It's called Crustables. And you can get it in grape jelly or strawberry jelly. And it comes in like the best part of the bread, which is in the middle, no crust. And it's in the freezer. You pull it out a little bit before you actually want to eat it. So like if you're getting ready to go to work, you take it with you. By the time you get to your job, you can eat it there. And maybe I can start giving that to her because it's already made and I don't have to touch anything. Maybe she'll like it. I think I just discovered something. That's what I'm going to buy and I'm going to give it to her and see what she thinks of it. I love these little private conversations that I have with myself (laughs) out loud. So I think that's all I'm going to say about cooking and that I don't want you to think that I enjoy or I want to become a chef and be this amazing cooking artist, but I only cook to survive and to get by. And if it comes out really good, then I'm like really proud of myself. And and I'm that person that after I eat my own meal, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but if it's good, I'm going to acknowledge it. If it's not, I'm going to apologize and say, look, I know it's not that great. If you need extra salt, by all means, put it on and fess it up and keep it moving. Like, I'm not that person that's going to lie and say, oh, my God, this is the best meal. You better like it. Like, no. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, I have to acknowledge that as well. But out of the 10 times, maybe once or twice, it comes out bad. Hey, my intentions are good, are good and pure, and I'm all about trying new things. Because don't we all get bored, you know, bored with the same meal day in, day out? I try to switch up cereals, you know, like I can't eat the same cereal forever. Like sometimes I'll go to Costco's and we buy this big box of cereal. I bought Special K. So it's like eating cardboard. It's really light. It's like Rice Krispies. It's really light. There's no real flavoring. But quote unquote, it's healthy. So that's why I'm eating it. But it's a big box. So it's like I finish one bag and I'm like, do I want to open the second one? Like I just finished the, you know, this first one. I'm like, I need another flavor. So I also want to know, do you eat different types of cereals or do you just stick to one? And then I'm realizing I'm getting older now. So I'm thinking maybe I should start going towards the healthier ones and not so much of the sugary ones. But then they're just so sweet. It's like, it's like you're eating pure sugar. So What's the point? But if you do eat that, by all means, enjoy it. Because you know what? I realize you have one life. Try not to kill yourself with food. But I'm saying once in a while, it's okay to splurge. And if you can handle it, eat it, enjoy it. But don't go out purposely buying the worst junk food ever. Like occasionally you see something, you pick it up. Like yesterday I had raisinets in the refrigerator. Because it was really hot and I didn't want it to melt. And then I was eating it. Thankfully, I didn't eat the whole box. (laughs) As I usually finish other snacks in one sitting. But for some strange reason, something interrupted. Most likely my daughter said, Mom, 
So that's how usually my things end is by her starting getting up or needing something from me. So again, thank you for listening today, truthfully speaking, enjoying my cooking topic and relationship on how much you should eat out or cook at home. And thank you for listening.